This is Weekly Signals Interviews, broadcast every Tuesday morning from 8 to 9 on KUCI, 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Elections, exhibits, and entertainment drew thousands of people from across the country to Washington, D.C. last week to attend the 34th Annual Conservative Political Action Conference. The low light of the event for floundering conservatives was a speech by Ann Coulter in which she said... I was going to have a few comments on the other Democratic presidential candidate, John Edwards, but it turns out that you have to go into rehab if you use the word faggot. With us today is Max Blumenthal, who attended the event and documented his experience on YouTube and for the nation. Blumenthal is a Nation Institute Puffin Foundation writing fellow whose work regularly appears in The Nation magazine. He is also a research fellow at Media Matters for America. Max Blumenthal, welcome to Weekly Signals. Yeah, great to be here. Uh, thanks for coming on. Now, you're at this uh, political action conference, conservative political action conference. What, Being there, what's your read on the current state of the conservative movement in America? Well, this is... Uh the third year in a row I've been, and, and it was a little bit frightening um, going after uh, George Bush was elected because there was a sense within the conservative movement that everything was possible, just this sort of uh, maximalist mood. Yeah. This year, the mood was the polar opposite. Um, not only were all the different factions in the conservative coalition uh, at each other's neck, and not only did I have the sense that um, the coalition was in danger of rupturing, but I also had the sense that... Uh, Everyone was sort of, um, you know, pacified, and there was a defeatist mood uh, among pretty much every, um, all the participants I spoke to. And at, at the same time, you know, when, when, when that happens, when people become cynical, just generally speaking, they sometimes get desperate, and they resort to extreme measures. So you, um, I sense kind of a rising uh, tide of extremism. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Tom Tancredo had an enormous presence at this mm-hmm. conference, even though he's a third-tier candidate who's not going to stand a chance in the primaries. I saw a lot of the other candidates co-opting his insane rhetoric on immigration. Mm-hmm. Is there sort of a tendency, in, uh, having been around politics for a long time, there's a tendency in, in these situations to kind of eat your own, to sort of cannibalize? Your, right. Your, because is that what you're sensing there? There's, it's... Well, the, the libertarian social conservative conflict was at play, you know. The... Right. They were just trashing each other left and right, and everyone was blaming everyone else. Yeah, uh, especially uh, you know the conservative, the people who really identify themselves as independent conservatives were blaming the Republican Party, and and you know Bob Barr, for instance, mm. former representative, who's the chairman of the Libertarian Party, said uh, you know the, the reason we lost in 2006 was our too close identification with the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and, and you had Republican candidates, you know, like Mitt Romney, everyone from Mitt Romney to Tancredo uh, to, to Giuliani saying the reason we lost, is, the reason Republicans lost is we didn't identify with conservatism enough. And, you know, that's, that's fine for the Republican primaries, but, you know, once you get out of the primaries, you need to win independent votes, you need to win suburban women over. And, uh, you know, I encourage them to be as conservative as possible because that's a recipe for defeat. Yeah. 
Now there was a was there not a straw poll taken and didn't Romney come out? Well, Romney won because he bust in all his supporters or flew them in. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, give me a sense of Romney because he just looks like he looks too slick for the room to me um, from just what I've seen on the on TV. Um, is he come off that way in person? Yeah, I mean, he, well, he, you know, I, actually, to me, he kind of came off like Reagan, mm. um, except Reagan had this long career of conservatism, which endeared him to this movement. And this this movement's very suspicious of Romney, but at the same time, they're inclined. Uh, Republican primary voters seem inclined to vote tactically, and that's why Giuliani's leading in the polls because they want someone who can defeat Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, and once they learn more about Romney, I think they're going to go with him. I've been saying since the beginning that he's going to be the nominee, uh. and he's, the, he's he'll say anything, he'll do anything, and he is he's almost he's almost uh, fixated on proving that he's a social conservative. Um, so. I, and I think he made a pretty good case of it. He also says some insane things, like uh, if it wasn't for what our grandparents did, our our children would be speaking German. If it wasn't for what our our you know what our soldiers are doing in Iraq, our grandchildren would be speaking Farsi and Arabic. Mm-hmm. You know, just a little bit <laughs> off the charts. And, and then and then you know endorsing Ann Coulter, yeah. really really brilliant work on his part. Yeah. Well, we were just uh, talking about your question for Ann Coulter. I, I tell you, it was one of the first times I've seen Ann Coulter taken a bit aback by the uh, the whole situation. Yeah, she. Well, she. I rattled her cage. I yeah. kind of uh, wished I had twisted the knife, twisted the knife <laughs> a little bit further. Yeah. It, you know, I, I just asked her. Um, uh, I mean, uh, what I've always, what I, what I think of it is about right-wing women that's so funny is they always attack feminism, but then they benefit from it, like Phyllis Schlafly or Ann Coulter. You know, they have these, you know, they're in, in, independent women who have their own careers, but then they go and attack the uh, forces that made it possible. Yeah. Ann Coulter, she's always talking about Bill Clinton's sex life and everything, and attacking gay marriage. So I asked her. Uh, you know, if you're you're such a defender of the sanctity of marriage, why have you had three broken engagements and never been married? <laughs> and so she just said, "Oh, thank you for respecting my right to privacy." Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, of talk of uh, just as you described, how about somebody who has made a career out of attacking someone's private life? In in, in this documentary that you you put together, um, and my God, talk about being timely! Is almost as soon as you were finished with this. This is all we're talking about is Ann Coulter and the conservatives. Uh, at this conference, but you kind of touched on kind of the luminaries of the of the conservative movement: Michelle Malkin, uh, David Horowitz, uh, D'Souza. There's a number of these guys that you you capture, kind of a deer in the headlights kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. What what would impress you about what Horowitz? He he was reviling you, I guess. And by the way, if your listeners want to see it, it's at the nation.com. Yes. Yes, it's up on our. You can go to the website, oh, okay. we, but we'll we'll refer to it. And, yes. Yeah, so what was your impression of Horowitz? Yeah, well, he's he's written like a 3,000-word manifesto attacking me, accusing me of having an inherited genetic disorder, referring to my father, who is a, um, who he considers an old adversary. And uh, oh. and he, he's called me a McCarthyite liar because I pointed out that he continually uh, features white nationalists on his, uh, yeah. on his front page mag. And, uh, and, and his blog actually defended a neo-Nazi. He also pointed out that this... Uh, third-rate version of Ann Coulter, Debbie Schussel, mm-hmm. um, celebrated the killing of uh, Marla Ruzica, the activist in Iraq. And every time I accused him of this, he backpedals and says, I never did that. I never knew about that. Yeah. You know, he backpedals and never takes responsibility. Um, and my impression of him is that, um, you know, he's projecting his own uh, 
self-image onto the left, which yeah. he used to be a part of, just like Ann Coulter projects her personal problems on Bill Clinton, and that he's a conflicted conservative in crisis, um, <laughs> like, like so many of them. Wow. Um, his personal problems are playing out in the political arena, right. and, and, and he's projected his own dark self-image on the left and on, on uh, all, everything the left is responsible for in America, the civil rights movement, or what. Yeah, um, whatever women's empowerment. Just listen to him talk. Everything it's about me, me, me. Right. We're gonna have to leave it there. We're speaking with Max Blumenthal. The Nation uh, website will uh, you can see the uh, documentary that he did uh, on your travels, your journey through the uh, Conservative Political Action Committee conference. That we want to thank you so much. We will have you back. I, I feel yeah, bad sorry, that, we, that we that we yeah. and well we we it was a such short notice. This is just not the way. We normally operate, but thank you for, for stepping up, Max Blumenthal, and check out the documentary. Thank you, Max, for yeah, being here. anytime. To learn more about Weekly Signals interviews, including upcoming guests, or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week... I'm Nathan Callahan, and I'm Mike Caspar, and this is Weekly Signals.